Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Okay, let's roll, dudes! And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, why's my gas tank on E? Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license. I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed, you lose. Slow down. Driving is no game. A message from Virginia DMV. What's going on, everybody? I'm coming on a couple of minutes early on Facebook uh, just so that y'all can get started on liking, wearing, and sharing LWSN. It is time for prayer. That's right. It's time for prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing tonight. It's going to be amazing, 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 amazing tonight. And, uh, and I am certainly looking forward to it. So go ahead and begin to like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Again, getting started a little early on Facebook tonight uh, before we go live on all platforms in just a few moments but uh, prayer is going to be powerful it's going to be amazing as it always is and uh, and i know that you're going to be blessed and we're going to be blessed and it's going to be good all right i'm ready to go in tonight i don't know about you but i am ready to pray prayer privilege is, is not a right it is something that we get to do it is not something that we have to do. Uh, and so when you understand that, you approach prayer very differently. You approach prayer very differently when you understand that. So again, as you're coming in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. And uh, and then I want you to uh, share the video. L, W, and the S. L, W, and the S. And in our 60 seconds, we'll go live everywhere, everybody. We'll go live everywhere here in just a moment on YouTube. And we will add, of course, Instagram. And we'll be live in just a few moments on that. But before we get to that, please uh, come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share it. I see you, Denver. What's going on, Denver? I see you. What's going on? Shalom to you. So, ah, there it goes, 7 o'clock on the dot. Bam, there we go. We are live everywhere. What's going on, everybody? Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're from, share the video tonight. It's going to be amazing. Can I just get you to put some faith in the atmosphere and just say amazing? Can you just type that word on the screen? Amazing. The Bible says that he does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. To ask is to pray. To think is to expect. Let's go. So that means if I set an expectation, I'm literally giving God a basement from which to work with. All right, so I want you to just type the word amazing on the screen because I believe that uh, that is what uh, we are going to, uh, what we're going to walk in, all right? It's going to be amazing tonight. Come on and like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share the video. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share the video tonight. Every Monday night, we gather together to pray and, uh, and we are doing that. We pray for one hour. Where do you get that from, Bishop? First off, why do you call it commanding your week? Uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, the scripture speaks about in the book of Job. It says, have you commanded your day and caused the dawn to know its place? And so uh, uh, Job was going through a whole lot. Job had lost basically everything in a cumulative matter of two days. Could you imagine? There are things you and I complain about, but could you imagine losing everything in two days? See, sometimes people complain about what you go through, but can I tell you? 
the truth is, is you are not really going through what uh, what somebody else is going through. Can I be honest with you? Somebody else would love to have your problems. I see so much Atlanta on tonight. It's so good to see you. Somebody else would love to have your problems tonight. I need you before you open up your mouth and complain. I need you to realize uh, that the reality is that somebody else would love to have the issues you're complaining about. So Job, he loses everything in a matter of two days, right? And when Job loses everything, y'all, the Bible said that Job begins to say this. Job begins to say, uh, uh, he begins to complain. He's in grief. And whenever you are grieving, you can begin to allow your confessions to go to the gutter. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, that's exactly what happened in the book. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that off because that's got different uh, satellite scenes and things and all that from Apple TV. So we're just going to be me and you on a black screen tonight. Um, but in that, um, what ends up happening, y'all, hear me. What ends up happening is that as Job is complaining, God essentially checks Job. And you got to be thankful that God loves you enough to check you even when you're complaining. Come on, let's talk. You got to be thankful that God realizes that you and I are human beings, or we're going to have moments where we get frustrated, where we get angry. And where we complain. And what I need you to give God glory for is that even in the midst of your complaining, he's compassionate enough to check you. Because the Bible says that a father that loves his children, he will correct his children. And in all of that, in all of that correction, what's simply amazing to me, what's simply amazing to me is that uh, he says, Job, have you command the day, uh, commanded the day and caused the dawn to know its place? It, it's posed in a way to where God says to Job, Job, you're complaining about so many things. He says, but have you used the power of what comes out of your mouth to change those things? See, I want to challenge you tonight that this is not going to be the year nor the decade for you to be simply reactive. This is going to be the decade and the year for you to be proactive, which means before I see a problem, my confession is going to make sure that it's creating solutions, all right? And so that's why we come up uh, uh, several reasons. The other reason that we call it commanding your day is this. Uh, it's the principle of prayer from the scripture. So in the Bible, again, guys, I'm just telling you what we do real quick. As you come in and like the video, tell me where you are you from and share in the Bible, something very interesting happens. Um, in the Bible, you see that in the book of Genesis, a day begins the night prior. So approximately 6 p.m. every evening, you are now in the next day biblically. The Bible says in the evening and the morning were the first day and so on. Which means if you grew up in church, you were taught to get up early in the morning and pray. Here's the problem. The day has already been in motion since approximately 6 p.m. the night prior, which means right now for most people, you're literally entering Tuesday from a biblical standpoint. Why is that important to understand? That's important to understand because if you do not, uh, if you do not recognize it, if you do not get it, uh, then you will wait until you're already halfway through your day before you actually pray about your day. And that's too late. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so in the scripture over and over again, you will see where Jesus, when he gets up and the Bible always will say it this way before the sun did, because what he's doing is he is setting something in motion. He's getting a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of him. He's getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of him. And that's the same way, y'all, we have to live. We got to get a hold of it before that thing gets a hold of us. I'm going to tell you also why I turned this screen back again in another moment, because there's a reason. There's a practical reason, but then there's another reason, too, uh, in just a moment, because I want to talk tonight about resistance. I want to talk tonight about rejection, and I want to talk tonight about results. All right, so we're going to cover this thing when we pray tonight, okay? So we call it Command Your Day because literally we are getting a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of us. We're getting a hold of the week. 
before we get a hold of us. I need you to type this on the screen. I will not be reactive. I please type that on the screen. So two things are going to happen tonight. You're going to see me do a lot of tonight. All right. One, I'm going to have you type things and say things out of your mouth. Bless you. Again, as you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share the video tonight. I'm going to have you say things out of your mouth. Why? Life and death are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat its fruit. You're going to have to say it so you can see it or you'll never see it. That's number one. The Bible says, as he is, so are we. What is God? He is a speaking spirit. In the book of Genesis, God never physically did anything. And we looked at this in yesterday's message uh, called Large Prayers. Um, the Bible says, uh, it's very clear that when God was making, when God was creating, he never actually physically did anything. He used his voice. And his voice is what gave him victory. Uh, and I need you to hear me tonight because there's some of you, watch me, where in your trials, in your tribulations, in your frustrations, your voice gets shut down. And when your voice gets shut down, everything you do has to be reactive instead of proactive. All right. So the book of Genesis, all God did, about what does the Bible say? And the Lord said, and there was, and he saw, and it was good. So what you say, you're going to see, and you got to make sure it's good. All right. You cannot be reactive. And so that's why we call it command your day. That's why we call it command your week. And, that, and we pray for one hour. There's a principle of prayer where Jesus gathered those that were close to him. And the Bible says, could you not pray with me for an hour? And so the principle here is that prayer is a dialogue. Got it? Uh, if you grew up in church, you thought prayer was just you talking, blah, 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 blah. In Jesus' name, amen. That's not prayer. That is a monologue. And hear me, for my actors and actresses that are on prayer tonight, you realize that a monologue, watch this, can sometimes be difficult because you don't have the energy of someone else to, to bounce up. You don't have them feeding back to you, so you don't have anything to give. It's you, the camera, and everybody behind the camera watching you. Watch me. Prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue, which means here's how we pray. We're going to pray. I'm going to give you revelation. We're going to pray. I'm going to give you a revelation. We're going to pray. I'm going to give you a revelation. We're going to pray. I'm going to give you revelation. And uh, tonight, as we are moving in this tonight, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very specific and strategic tonight as we move forward. So just be prepared to type a lot tonight. Y'all ready? Somebody say, I'm in your house. Come on, let's go. I need you to be prepared to type a lot. I need you to be prepared to say a lot. So if you can do me a favor, not do me a favor, it's really for you. If you weren't planning on being on prayer the whole time tonight, I want to challenge you to set this side, uh, set aside this time every Monday night for one hour. For most people, this is going to be the longest you pray all week. And I'm not saying that to judge you or beat you down. I'm saying that then let's make it count. Can I get somebody to type it on the screen? Let's make it count. And this hour you spend with me on Monday's nights is going to be the largest or the longest time of continual prayer you're going to be in for the week. Let's make this thing mean something. So eat before prayer or eat after prayer. Let's make it mean something because this is a year where you get to see some results. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? This is a year where you're going to see what you said. This is a year where all things are new. All right. So I need us. I need you to take on that mentality. I got to make prayer count. You got to be strategic in this year, in this decade. You don't have time to be making stupid mistakes. Come on, y'all. You don't have time to be making bad turns and bad decisions. This is not what you have time for this year, nor this decade. And for many of your life, there are certain areas of your life that look like this TV screen. There is nothing on it. On the screen, all you see is a reflection of what's in the room. You can see the cameras. You can see the back of my head. You can see the lights that are all around me. And for some of you, what's, what your challenge is, 
is the only thing you see is a reflection of what is and you don't know how to make it what you want to see. I need you to hear what I just said. For some of you, the challenge is that's what your life feels like right now. Is that All you see is a reflection of what already is. And so your quandary, your challenge, your vicissitude, got it? Uh, 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 your boggle is how do I change what it is that I'm seeing? It happens through prayer. Come on, type that on the screen. It happens through prayer. It happens through prayer, y'all. I need you to catch this because for many of you, this is all you're dealing with. Everything in your life is just a reflection. So how do I change what I'm seeing to be something different? All right. So let's begin tonight. And here's how we're going to start. The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So before we ask for forgiveness, before we ask for anything, we're going to follow the pattern. Can I just get you to open your mouth and not only verbally say it, but type it on the screen. Just tell God something that you're thankful for. Father, we are thankful for life. We're thankful for help. We're thankful for strength. We're thankful that this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be made glad in it. We are thankful that you gave us breath in our body. We're thankful that we have the activity of our limbs. Come on, y'all. Tell them what you're thankful for. We are thankful, Father, that you are a way maker. You are a healer. We thank you, Father, that you did not leave us polluted in our own blood. We thank you, Father, that you did not cast us away. We thank you that you did not throw us away. We thank you. That you've chosen to see past our uh, faults and step into our needs. Father, we thank you. Come on, let me, on all platforms, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, just type something you're thankful for. Father, we're even thankful, let's go here, for our Judases. We thank you, Lord, that you didn't let them waste any more of our time. When, G when Judas was betraying you, you told them, do what you must do, do it quickly. Father, we thank you that they, we didn't waste a year, we only dealt with them for a month. We thank you, Father, that we didn't waste a, a decade. We only dealt with them for a year. Father, we are thankful. We're thankful for the blood that you shed 2,000 years ago that covers us and protects us. And Father, even what's going on in the world, Father, we're thankful that the word says that the diseases that fell on the Egyptians, they did not come near your people. They hit the Egyptians, but they didn't hit Goshen because the blood covered. You protected your people. This is even full of blood that, the, uh, that you covered and protected your people. That's why the word says that you give us favor like a shield. That like a shield. What does that mean? Nothing's getting past it. We're thankful that favor has blocked some stuff that we even thought we needed. Come on here. We're thankful that favor has blocked some stuff that we thought we were supposed to have. Favor has blocked some relationships that we wanted to see set up. Favor has blocked uh, some family connections that we wanted to have because favor is a shield. Which means sometimes you got to protect us from stuff that we don't even know ain't good for us. That we don't even know is poisonous. That we don't even know is trying to take us out. Come on, y'all. Let them know that you're thankful. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Father, we are thankful that we got another opportunity. We were blessed. We hit the jackpot. We hit the lotto. Why? Because we woke up another day. And if we got another day, that means we got another chance. You are not the God of a second chance. You're the God of another chance. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. You're the God of another chance. That means that you consistently allow your mercy to cover us, that you consistently allow your mercy, uh, uh, which is when you block negative things from happening, you consistently allow your mercy to rewrite our story. Then we're thankful, Father, not just for mercy. Come on, tell them that you're thankful. But we're thankful, Father, for grace. What is grace? Grace is when you give us something good that we do not deserve. 
And Father, with anything that we're holding, we're mature enough to realize it's not because of our goodness. It's not because of, of how wise or how profound or how erudite educated or the uh, particular pedagogy or pedigree that we have encountered in life. But we thank you, Father, that it's been because of your grace. There's a whole lot of good stuff that's happened to us that we didn't deserve, we didn't pay for, we didn't qualify for. We simply had your grace and your mercy, and we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. So now we shift, we shift, we follow the pattern. And in your gates with thanksgiving, let's shift to praise. And your courts with praise. The court of the king is where the king's throne is. And that's when the king begins to sit down and make decisions. This is why your word says that you are enthroned. It says you inhabit the praises of your people. Inhabit the praises of your people literally means that you are enthroned on the praises of your people. What does that mean? That's when you Psalm 22, 3, that's when you sit down to make decisions. So, Father, it is on our praise that you sit down and make decisions in our favor. Come on, y'all. So we tell you hallelujah. Come on, give them some praise right there. Shift it. Come on, every platform, shift it right there out of your mouth and on the screen. We shift right now into praise, Father. We shift right now into praise. And we tell you hallelujah. We tell you you're amazing. We tell you you're incredible. We tell you, God, you're incomparable. We tell you you're the alpha and the omega. Come on, y'all. Give him what he likes. Give him what he likes. He, he literally says, I sit down. I am enthroned upon the praises of my people. Psalm 22 and 3. So, Father, we thank you that you're enthroned on the things we say about you. So we say you're the God of the impossible. We say that you're the God that makes all things new. We say that you're the God that right in the face of opposition, you give us opportunity. You're the God that right in the face of what looks improbable, you make probable. You are the God that allows us, watch this, to step out on water and walk on it. You are the God that allows us to accomplish that which seems that uh, cannot be accomplished. You are the God that protects us. You are the God that loves us. You are that God. Come on, y'all. Can I get you to just type a word of praise on the screen? Hallelujah. That's the highest praise. That literally means Hallel is the root word there. Hallelujah. Hallel to Yah. It simply means this, to act a fool. And let's be honest, we've acted a fool for a whole lot of other people. You've acted a fool for a man. You've acted a fool for a woman. You've acted a fool for a job. You've acted a fool for some money. The least we can do is have a moment. They take on my shell, though. Will we act a fool for the God of our salvation? Will we act a fool for the God that has protected us? Will we act a fool for the God that has made a way for us? And we decree and declare that March, come on, will be the best year. Come on, now that we've gone through your gates with Thanksgiving. Your courts with praise. Now we're making petitions. Come on, because the king's on the throne. Somebody needs to type that on the screen. The king's on the throne. How do I know it? Because when I praise him, he sits on that. He's enthroned on that. When a king is sitting on his throne, that's where he makes his decisions. That's where he makes his decrees. You saw it in the movie Ten Commandments. So let it be written. So let it be done. So now we declare that this month of March, Father, that it will be the most productive uh, month that we've had in our lives ever. We declare this week will be a week that is historic for us. Not for negative reasons. Come on. But it's going to be a week that's historic for us because of good reasons. We'll be able to look on this week and say, this is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. We come to you, Father, asking you to forgive us for all of our sins. Those committed no I feel like praying tonight. And unknowingly, in the name of Jesus, Father, forgive us for our sin. That's a mistake. We didn't know what we were doing. 
And then, Father, forgive us for our transgression. That's what we did, what we knew was wrong, but we did it anyhow. And then, Father, finally, forgive us for iniquity. Forgive us for refusing to be the curse breaker. Because iniquity means generational sin that is passed down. Forgive us for being the curse breaker. Forgive us for walking in iniquity. Forgive us for not walking out while we were sent to the earth to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. You sent us to be the Josephs. Come on, y'all, let's pray. You sent us to be the Joseph of our bloodline. What does that mean? That means that for a moment, Father, we were misunderstood. But that's because we had to go ahead so we could prepare the way for who was coming. And we thank you for it now. Joseph's name literally means the Lord continues to increase me. Meaning no matter what we face, no matter what obstacle, you continue to increase us. And so we bless you for it now. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to just type amen right there? Hey, my God. All right, listen. If you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. It's going to be an amazing time of prayer tonight. Let me just say this uh, for real quick. If it's your very first time, do me a favor. Just say, it's my first time or it's my first time or do the hand wave emoji. Can I get you to do one of those two things? And when you do that, some of my regulars are going to shoot some love anyway. They ain't going to bother you. They're going to stay out your inbox. Uh huh. They're just going to say hey to you uh, just so that you know you're in a safe place. All right. You're in a safe place when you are. I am Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. It's right here in my shirt. Uh, but we're glad that you're here with us. You're in a safe place, all right? There's lots of talking heads on social media, and you need to know that you're in a safe place. You are in a safe place with us tonight, all right? So we're glad that you're here. If you're in Denver, you can join us every Sunday, 9-15, 11-15, or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Church is on and it's popping, all right? And so um, we would love for you to do that. If you're not in Denver um, and you're in the Atlanta area, I am building my team in the Atlanta area right now. And can I just tell you, every delay is to your benefit. Listen. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta, I'm going to explain why I said that in a minute. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, I would love for you. And see some first, I see some first timers over here, first time over there. Y'all just shoot them some love. Glad you're here. Um, I'm going to tell you how you can stay connected to all things Bishop Foreman, all things Harvest in just a moment. If you're in the Atlanta area, uh, I would love for you to connect with us. Um, you can do so by texting HCATL, text HCATL to 59769. Can I get a few of you to type on on each platform? And it's okay, guys, if several of you do it, it's okay. I, it's okay because many people are going to look at the replay. And so we want to do that. Text HCATL to 59769. So listen, um, I want to share a, a number with you. So we have had over 1,100 people um, apply at the first stage um, to be part of my staff in Atlanta. To God be the glory. Here's what that has done. That is delayed since we started talking about this process because that's a lot of folk uh, to get through. Bishop, why are you sharing that number with me? Because in that, when you're dealing with a, a new city, a new territory, a new region, sometimes you can experience delays. And I need you to just please type this on the screen. Delays are to my benefit. Please type it on the screen. Delays are to my benefit. Sometimes you want things right away and you want things to happen right now. And sometimes when you experience delay, you, you, can, you take delay like this screen. I don't see nothing except what is, so how do I change it? I'm going to use this screen tonight. This thing is about to preach. This blank screen is about to preach. Because for many of you, that's what you feel like your life is. All I'm seeing is what is. So when I'm trying to look to the future, see, if, let's pretend like this is the future. When I look to the future, all I see is what is. So how do I make changes? I make changes. It starts with prayer. From a play, from prayer, I get a plan. From a plan, I got to go through pain. Outside of pain, I have possession. I'm going to back that thing up. From prayer, 
I go to a plan. From plan, I go to pain. From pain, I go into possession. Now, why am I telling you that? Because this th this whole process has been delayed beyond how uh, long I would like for it to be. And here's what's amazing to me um, is that when you look at a lot of what's happening, and I, and I want to say this about um, the, the coronavirus and all that, um, don't overreact. Now, yes, I'm a doctor. I'm not an MD, um, a PhD, but let me just say this. Um, be careful that you don't overreact. Can I give you some context to this? And I shared this last Wednesday night uh, live in church. Um, uh, is, let me give you some context. First of all, we pray for those families that have lost loved ones, about 3,600 deaths globally. We pray for them. Can I just get you to do the prayer hands real quick? quick. We pray for them. Um, that's number one. But number two, let me say this. Um, what you have to know is that at the end of the day, um, about 18,000 people alone this flu season have died just in America from the regular flu. So you have to be careful that you don't overreact. You can't even buy hand sanitizer on Amazon. They, they say, sir, we can't get hand sanitizer on Amazon. What do you mean you can't get hand sanitizer? You can't get that one, but go find another one. You can't get hand sanitizer on Amazon. I said, oh, my God, Lord, we should have started a hand sanitizer business. Y'all said that to me. Listen, for all my investors on the line, listen, DM me afterwards. We're going to get this sanitizer business. All right, but listen, we pray for those families um, because that is no laughing matter. But the reality is, is more people have died just in America alone from the regular flu. This thing is having effects in the earth. Listen to me. I'm about to help some of y'all because some of y'all are wondering like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Why is it this happening? Why is it this happening? It, it, it's because there's sometimes things that are on the way that, you, that, watch me, had God let it happen when you wanted it to happen, you would have aborted it because you didn't know what was going to be in the atmosphere. I'm going to say it again. Can I get everybody that's ever experienced delay? Can you just say thank you, Jesus, on the screen? If you've ever experienced any type of delay, can you type that on the screen? I'm going to share something with you that's going to help you. Because when you experience delay, delay can feel like rejection. Let's go. When you experience delay, delay can feel like rejection. And I need you to hear me that sometimes, watch me, what you have to be careful of is that you don't you don't take that rejection and reject. Watch me reject making progress because you have experienced delay. Listen, any woman that's in a pregnancy, you, you do not terminate the pregnancy simply because there's delays. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You walk that thing out. What are you trying to say to me, Bishop? Is that um, in this process of the delays and different things and an assortment of different things that I won't get into, I'll tell you on the other side of victory, I'll tell you about it. In all of that, that's you had all these wonderful, great things happening, great favor, all kinds of things happening. Then some other challenges and different things that just come whenever you're pioneering and building something new. Th this thing has affected people. In such a way, I saw a message today that Fulton County Schools in Atlanta, which is the largest school district in the state of Georgia, from what I understand, 92 or between 92 and 94 students, that they, they're not having classes tomorrow because of one employee. You only have a few cases in the state, uh, and people are acting with an abundance of caution. And I just want to caution you not to overreact. We will not live in fear. Y'all better hear me. We will not live in fear. I need somebody to type that on the screen. I will not live in fear. Uh, the cold and the flu, of, uh, just in their regular term, uh, have claimed, or excuse me, the flu rather, has claimed more lives. You can go fact check what I just said on the Centers for Disease Control's website, cdc.gov. 
All right, you have to take my word for it. Go fact check it yourself. Um, uh, three, I believe it's 318,000 hospitalizations just from the flu just this season. So don't, don't allow yourself to get all worked up, all right? Um, you, because the reality is, is that uh, I, I won't get into too much of that, but the reality is just don't overreact. Now, here's what's amazing about that. What's amazing is that there are delays, there's travel delays. You have, you have people who are just in the initial onset of this, some folks are dealing with just some anxieties, going places, going out, doing stuff. You got companies sending out work at home kits and all kinds of stuff. It's really amazing to me what's really happening. Um, even with travel and these types of things, some of the alerts, the airline industry suffering, the Dow uh, for those of you who are investors in the stock market, suffering major, major, major regression and uh, lots of different things that are happening. Oil taking a huge hit today. Um, so many things are happening. The Federal Reserve lowering interest rates, which they did um, uh, last week. But what are you saying to me is that when I look at that, I'm grateful for the delays because that would not, watch me, if you're birthing a new baby, you don't want to birth it in the midst of that type of chaos and confusion. Y'all, they saying that to me. And so when I look at our Atlanta project, um, I am so excited for all of those that are connected and all those that are already part of our team and those that will continue to be. But I'm grateful for the delays. I need you to just release it again. Every delay is to my benefit. What's going on, Denny? Every relay is to my benefit. Because sometimes there are things you were trying to have a relationship, but you weren't even fully healed from the last one. So God shut that thing down because he said, you will birth this thing in chaos and confusion and it'll die. You better hear me. It'll die because it doesn't have the environment that it needs to survive it. Y'all better hear me. Y'all better hear me. For some of you, you wanted to start that business, but you didn't know that recession was on uh, the way for that particular industry. And so God shut that thing down. I need you to be grateful for the stuff that God shut down. And while it feels like rejection and it feels like resistance, what God really was doing is getting you results, 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 results. Every delay is to your benefit. Are you hearing me? Okay. Every delay is to your benefit. All right. So let's cover that in prayer before I go further. I just, I thought about that when talking about Atlanta. Father, we thank you for the delays that are divine. We thank you for the delays that are divine. We thankful, Father, that in the name of Jesus, even if we don't understand why, we realize that you are too wise to be dumb. And we thank you, Father, that every delay is to our benefit. We say thank you for it. We're grateful for it. We give you glory for it. Even if we don't understand it, we say thank you. Even if we don't understand or comprehend the whys and the hows, Father, we say thank you. How do we go from just looking at a screen where all we see is what it is through prayer? And so tonight, we thank you, Father, that every delay that has been divine has been to our benefit. Give us the grace. Here it is. Y'all ready? To be okay with that. Give us the grace to not fight that. Give us the grace. Oh, I just heard something right there. Give us the grace to not lose sleep over that. Give us the grace to not lose uh, uh, patience over that. Give us the grace. Give us the grace to not get caught up in thinking that we're behind schedule. I need everybody on this screen, everybody that's watching live or on the replay, please type this and say this out of your mouth. Say, I'm right on time. Please type that. Speak that into your life. I'm right on time. 
Um, there's a story in the Bible about Jesus on his way to Lazarus, right? Um, as he's on his way to Lazarus, Lazarus is somebody he loves. Listen, Lazarus is somebody he loves. Mary and Martha um, are there. They come say, hey, master, teacher, the one you love, he's sick. And we need you to come see him now. And the Bible says that when he heard that Lazarus was sick, everybody look at me, please. When he heard that Lazarus was sick, you know what he did? You would think that because he loves him, he would rush to get to him. Stop. When God really loves you, sometimes he delays his intervention. Shut up. God, that's good to me. When God loves you, proof that he loves you is that he don't come when you want him. He comes, watch me, when, when it's, they used to say it like this, he may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. Got it? Um, and so the Bible says the Lord held up coming for two additional days after he heard Lazarus was sick. Not because he had any scheduled meetings. He just said, I'm not going yet. Mm. For somebody on here, you need to hear me because you think that God's delay means he don't love you. And I need to tell you, proof that he loves you is that he delayed. Proof that he loves you is like, mm -mm, I ain't coming because I'm about to work a miracle. Come on, y'all ain't saying that to me. I'm about to work a miracle. And what I'm about to do for you is about to make the earth buckle. Come on. All right, look. So the Bible says he was delayed. And when he gets there to the city, they're mourning. They're mourning. And the Bible says that God is grieved because Mary and Martha are, are surrounded, listen to me, by professional grievers. And I pray that you don't have people around you or in your ear that are grieving what they cannot understand. Mm. Be careful. You don't have people in your ear that are grieving what they do not understand. Because what will happen is you'll start to now get depressed about your delay. I don't know who this is for, but I rebuke your depression and I rebuke your anxiety about your delay because it's divine. Come on, somebody. Say, it's divine. It's divine. Right? So he gets there. They're surrounded by professional mourners. Ooh. And then here's what they say. Well, you would think he, he, if he say he God, he could have saved a man if he let say he loved him. And the, the Bible says that God hears this stuff and he's grieved by this stuff. And what ends up happening is that one of the sisters, when she knows the Lord is there, she gets up and goes to him. The other one, Mary... This is saying this is Mary Magdalene. Magdalene's not her last name. Magdalene was a surname given to her because she's from Magdala. The Lord cast seven demons out of her, and he never tells you that. It's thrown on the end of a story. Because what I love about God is that, watch me, God will fix you in private. So watch me, so that your story is a testimony in public. I'm gonna say it again. He'll fix you in private so you get to tell your own testimony in public. Somebody better give God glory for that. Because let's be honest, there's some stuff where God took you behind the screen and God dealt with you and handled you and dealt with your issues back here. And then you get to tell your own story. So the reason they didn't understand why she took that alabaster box and why she cracked it and she put it on his feet is because they didn't know. Watch me. They didn't see. I feel like throwing this chair. They didn't see when he cast those seven demons out. So they didn't understand why she did what she did because they didn't know what he had done for her. See, some people will never understand why you shout the way you do, why you clap the way you do, while you while you uh, 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 while you praise the way you do, why you and they don't need to understand it. You didn't save me, so you don't understand me. 
You didn't get me through, so you don't understand why I do what I do. I need everybody. Come on. Can we just give God three seconds of worship for the stuff he did that don't nobody know nothing about? Three. Let's go. Just release a praise right there. Out of your mouth and on the screen. Hallelujah. Three. Come on. Y'all do it with me. Two. Come on. Come on. One. They don't understand and they don't have to. You can tell me, oh, you're just too loud. You, you, you ain't loud enough. Go on. So go on now. Start done with me. I don't like all that loud. And you're not going to like being around the Lord because it's loud around the Lord. Angels all day talking about holy. People casting crowns down. People coming up telling it's loud. He likes it loud. You loud at the football game. You loud at the basketball game. You loud at baseball. You even loud at golf. Just loud. Don't talk about you can be loud with God. Look, so they didn't understand why she did that with the alabaster box. Because they weren't there when he cast them seven demons out. They didn't see all of that. He did that behind here. Listen, but when she's grieving Lazarus, listen to me, when she's grieving Lazarus and the Lord comes, what does she do? She stays seated. She doesn't come see him to worship. You got to be careful that you don't allow your delay to silence your worship. You don't allow your delay to stop your praise. You don't allow your dinner. Can we be honest? Can we have an honest moment? Can we all be honest on, on, on here tonight? That, that um, guys, there's times we go through stuff in life that when we're in delay and we're in grief, we're like, I love you, Jesus. I worship and I know you. Just want to know you. God is like, really? That's all you're going to give me? That's all you're going to give me? Because you don't understand why I delayed coming to get Lazarus? That's all you going to give me? That's all you going to give me? God is like, don't come at me like that. You better come correct. They go on. As they go on, um, the Lord begins to say, okay, all right. So he's, he ain't dead. He's, he, he's good. Oh, I know he'll raise again in the great judgment. God says, no, he's about to come back now. Oh, I know one day. And the Lord says this. He says, stop. He, he says this. He says, Lord, I know you hear me and you always hear me. He says, I'm saying this out loud for the sake of these people watching. And for some of you, you better hear me. Your delay is going to be God's demonstration. Let me say it another way. Your private delays are going to be God's public demonstration. I'm going to cover that in prayer right now. That thing shouting me inside. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We thank you, Father, that our private delays are going to be for your public demonstration. The stuff that has delayed us that's been divine, we declare that's how you're going to demonstrate just how great, just how awesome, just how incredible you are. And we give you glory and forgive us, Father. Let's pray, y'all. Forgive us for holding back worship because we were grieving delay. Forgive us for holding back praise because we were grieving delay. Forgive us for giving you glory because we were grieving delay. You said, I'm saying this and I already know you hear me. I'm doing it for all the people that are listening, for all the people that are watching. In other words, God says, listen, you suffered privately, but I'm going to bless you publicly. You cried in private, but I'm going to bless you publicly. Whenever you learn how to handle well in private, God's going to make sure he blesses you in public. Ow! I need somebody to just say, thank you, Jesus, right there. Then the Bible says, God does what he does. He opens his mouth and speaks. He opens his mouth and says, Lazarus. Why does he name them? Because if he doesn't name who he's speaking to, everybody dead going to get up. He says, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says the man that had died, 
Now, mind you, one of the sisters said, well, Lord, leave him alone. Uh, he said, show me where you laid him. Lord, we need to leave him alone because he's been dead for three days now, a few days now. He's stinking. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. And there are certain things where in your mind you want to leave it alone because you have just decided to take the loss. I could literally throw my chair. There are certain things where you're like, I'm just going to take the loss on that. I'm just going to take the loss. I'm just going to bite. I'm going to take the loss. And sometimes where you're ready to take a loss, God is ready to teach a lesson. Got it? I don't know who that is for. That's at least for 10 of y'all. If that's for you, just do the hand wave emoji. There's at least 10 of y'all on here tonight where there's something you were about to take the loss. And I ain't talking about no relationships. Don't, don't, don't reduce God down to no bay, okay? I'm talking about something bigger than that. You were just going to take the loss. There's about 10 of y'all. That's you waving me. There's about 10 of y'all on here. You were just going to take the loss. And God says, mm -mm, I'm about to teach you a lesson. I need you to stop losing so easily. I rebuke the parts of you that lose easily. I need you to release this about yourself. I'm a winner. Come on, speak it, y'all. I'm a winner. How do I know that? The Bible says that he always leads us into triumph. Let me take you. Somebody says, but how? I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. And then I'm going to move on. All of this was just about delay. <laughs> I'm still in announcements. Let's go. Here it is. He says, take me to where you showed him. Take me to where you showed him. Take me to where you showed him or where you laid him. She says, you're going to be dead. He said, take me over there, girl. I saw that talking. For those of you who delay your obedience, can I just get you? Let's cover that in prayer. Father, forgive us for delaying our obedience. Guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Forgive us for our delayed obedience. Forgive us for delaying to do what we clearly know we are supposed to do because it's in the book. It's in the Bible. It's in the word. Forgive us, Father, for delaying obedience because delayed obedience is complete and total disobedience. Father, I rebuke our delay. Interestingly enough, I was watching this thing today about uh, viruses and pandemics and all that. I'm, I'm intrigued by the whole subject uh, and have been prior to this. Um, and uh, in all of that, and just what's going on in the world, and in that, the, the guy said three things. He says, "Well, here's how you stop it." He says, "One, you gotta have, uh, you gotta have uh, 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 good, uh, good diagnosis. Gotta have a precise diagnosis." He says, and then he says, "Then you have to have immediate action." The, those are the last two. The first one, I, 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 I think, good vaccination. And he said, "Good vaccination." Then he says, "Accurate diagnosis," and then a precise diagnosis. Then he said, three, you gotta have uh, precise." An aggressive action, immediate action. Can I just get you to, to, to say this? Can I get you to say your first name? Say obeys immediately. Come on. Speak that out of your word. Say, say your first name. Mm -hmm. Say obeys God immediately. Come on. Do it for me one more time. Come on. Say your first name. Say it with me. Obeys God immediately. All right? Um, in all of that, um, the Lord says, Lord, you hear me? I'm doing it for these people. Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says that when he came forth, he came out, but he was bound. He was bound with his grave clothes. And there's two ways to look at it. Um, he, he speaks, listen to me. He speaks and says, unbind him. The, the issue is, the text doesn't say if he was talking to those around him or if he was talking to the clothes. I believe he was talking to the clothes. Why? Because nobody would have been around him 
Y'all better hear me tonight. Nobody would have been around if somebody says bishop announcements. Exactly. My announcements go from 7 to 7.50. Nobody would have been around. Imagine this dead man hopping out and he got all his grave clothes on. Anybody running around him? People are like, what? What? And then the Bible says he speaks. And says, loose him and let him go. He says, loose him and let him go. What's been binding him up? His hands were bound, which means he couldn't be productive. His feet were bound, which means he could not make progress. His eyes were covered, which means he couldn't see where he was headed. He had delayed vision. He Watch me. He had, uh, uh, he had messed up vision. He couldn't be productive. He couldn't make progress. And the Bible says, loose him and let him go. Let's hit that right there. Father, whatever's messing with our vision, I declare and decree tonight on prayer that it will loose us and let us go. Whatever's binding our hands from being productive, I pray that it will loose us and let us go. And whatever is binding our feet from making progress, I pray that it will loose us. And let us go in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody right there to type amen? So listen, I got to move. Oh my God, this is so good to me. I didn't get to half what I want to get to. So resistance, rejection, results. I got into this delay thing because delay can feel like resistance and rejection. And, and that every delay is to your benefit. And I got there from talking about Atlanta. So I'm building my Atlanta team. So if you're in Atlanta, text ATL to five nine seven six nine. You can find out more about that. We'd love for you to connect with us so I can keep you updated on when I'll be in Atlanta next. Also, let me just say, guys, pray for me. I'll be traveling the end of this week. I'll miss church. I'll be in church on Wednesday. I'll miss church. I'll be traveling at the end of this week. I'll be recording an episode with uh, Dr. Dorinda Clark Coat on her show. And so keep me in prayer about that. If you're connected to me on Instagram, uh, you'll be able to I'll keep updated in my stories and all of that. So make sure you follow me on Instagram. All my social medias are Bishop Foreman, B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Let me say this. Let me say this. If you are not in Denver or soon to be Atlanta, guess what? You can become what we call a digital harvester. Our digital family is solid. Our digital family is incredible. Literally across America, around the world, we got our first, um, actually, well, we have, we've had members of our Harvest Leadership Network um, that are um, where I lead leaders and help leaders go further faster that have not been from America. But we've got our first digital harvester that is not from America. That's from Santo Domingo. And so welcome um, and uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Bienvenidos. Uh, and so I love my digital family and I want you all to know to do that. So to be a, a, become an official digital harvester, you can do that. All you do is text the word digital to 59769. So I gave you three ways to connect. Let me we'll go over them one more time. Then I want to move forward in prayer. One, in Denver, 915, on Sundays, Wednesdays at 7, all that mountain time. You can get the Harvest Mobile app. Uh, over 10,000 downloads, be 10,001. Would you do that for you? All of our messages, because harvesters are faithful givers, all of our messages are free. There's no download fee. That We don't even do CDs anymore. We don't even do DVDs, all right? So they're totally free because harvesters, we're faithful givers, all right? I say we because I lead from the front, all right? And so um, you can get that in our app, music, and so much more. You can text Harvest to 59769. Thanks, guys, for praying for me. Number two, number two. Somebody say, Disc 3, I hear you. Listen, I don't want to talk about it. I'm still on Disc 3. I don't want to talk about it. All right, uh, and then if you're in Atlanta, text H-C-A-T-L to 59769. You can connect with us and find out more about that. And then finally, you can text the word digital to 59769. Can I get you to all to type those on the screen? Text Harvest to 59769. Get our app. 
uh, info on Denver, HCATL to 59769, find out more about Atlanta, and then digital to 59769 to become a digital harvester. So, um, listen, let me also say this. Um, at Harvest, we don't honor Lent because Lent's not in the Bible. Some of you are like, what is Lent? Not just stuff from your dryer, L-E-N-T. Uh, some Christian denominations uh, choose to... Uh, Choose to honor Lent. Uh, we don't because it's not in the Bible. We honor the Hebrew, the biblical Hebrew feast, and I'll be teaching about those more as we hasten towards those, uh, towards the end of this month and into April. All right. So yes, we don't do ass. We don't do ass Wednesdays. Don't tell your skin. I put no ass on your skin. We do not do that because it's not Bible. We don't knock anybody that does do it. We just don't do it because it's not in the Bible. All right. Um, here's what I want to do. Um, um, in this thing of delay, so I, I want to share a little bit of my. My a couple of times in my life where I have seen um, this delay thing happen, where the delay feels like resistance and it feels like rejection, but then you're going to get results. You got it? Um, you're going to deal with resistance. You're going to deal with rejection. Again, this screen is black. Because for many of you, that's what life feels like. And how do I get from this place where the only thing I see is what's being reflected back to me, which means... How do I ever get out of here? How do I ever get out of this space in life? Anybody ever felt like that? How do I get out of this space in life? How do I get out of this place in life? Because the only thing I see is the same, the same old saying. And I need, I need you to hear me. The way you get out of that is through prayer. And so uh, in that, I want to give you this, uh, I want to give you this scriptures. First Corinthians 16 and 9. This is what the apostle Paul says. He says, there is a wide door for effective work that is open to me and there are many adversaries. Wow. Already? What does the door represent? Opportunity. He says, there's this wide door of opportunity that's open for me. He says, but the adversaries, are this, and it's a whole lot of them. What's the adversary? It is resisting me. The word evil in the Bible, guys, it doesn't mean demons and, and, and pitchforks and all that. That's Greek mythology. It means contrary to. So I'm trying to walk in this door, and these adversaries are trying to keep me out the door. Can I ask you this question? I'm about to cover this in prayer. Why so many adversaries for you? Now, I want you to think about it. Why so many adversaries? Is there anybody on here where you, you've, been dealing with some, you've been dealing with some adversaries? Stuff that's resisting? Stuff that's rejecting? Anybody ever, and it's affecting your results. Anybody on here? You've been dealing with that. Anybody? Come on, wave at me. Wave on me. Wave on me. Somebody says literally right now. Come on. Wave at me. Somebody says facts, sir. Come on. Y'all talk to me. Y'all talk to me. Y'all talk to me. Thank you. I see you praying for me. Thank you. All right. Um, you got to ask yourself this question. Why you? Like, why? Why you? Why so many adversaries for you? Let me say, what do you mean? I see people on the screen say the anointing. There's lots of anointed people. Why you? There's lots of called people. Why you? There's lots of people that can uh, sing. Why you? There's lots of people that can pray. Why you? There's lots of people that can teach. Why you? There's lots of people that can administrate. Why you? Why so many adversaries for you? You ready? Here's the answer. Because you are a threat. Let's go. You are a threat. Why? Because you are the game changer. First uh, 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 Corinthians 16 and 9. The apostle Paul, look at me, was doing things that other people were not doing. The apostle Paul preached the whole gospel. The whole gospel. He preached the gospel to the entire continent of what was known as Asia at the time. 
in two years and three months. The Apostle Paul was graced, look at me, he was graced to reach people nobody else was reaching. Y'all better hear me. The Apostle Paul, he was coming in and pagans was getting saved. And when you look at the people he was getting saved, he was reaching people nobody else would even think to reach. The Corinthians, where, this, where he writes this, they literally, they would have church at one of the temples of the false goddesses. And at this temple of the false goddess, they had a thousand temple prostitutes that were at the entrance of the temple. Look at me. What the rest of them dudes weren't trying to go over there and preach. The rest of them dudes weren't reaching people like that. You're about to get it in a minute. You're about to get it in a minute. You're about to get it in a minute. The rest of them people were not doing that. The apostle Paul, but he was walking in there and he would say, oh no, we're going we to preach this gospel. We're going to get these salvations. We're going to see people come to the Lord. We're going to go where everybody else is not going after people that nobody else even thinks of. The apostle Paul changed the game. And two thirds of what we call our New Testament, this man writes. This man writes because he's the game changer. He wasn't there with Jesus, but he's the game changer. Come on. Some of you keep saying, I don't have a background, but you're the game changer. Come on. Some of you keep saying, watch it. He wasn't there with Jesus. He didn't have, watch me, he didn't have the same experiences as the other apostles. But he was the game changer. The reason you are dealing with so many adversaries is because you, my friend, you, my son, you, my daughter, you, sir, you, ma'am, you are the game changer. What you're doing has not been done before by anybody that looks like you. Come on. By anybody that's been through what you've been through. Come on. By anybody that's dealt with what you have dealt with. And so because of that, what's going on, Warner Roberts? And because of that, you have adversaries because, the, watch me, some of them are just intrigued at the fact that you ain't dead yet. Blah, 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 shit. Some of them are simply intrigued by the fact that after all the hell you've been through, you are still standing. Some of the adversaries are just coming to look and see. What you're doing ain't been done before by nobody that looks like you, talks like you, acts like you, been through what you've been through, had the hand dealt that you dealt, dealt with the domestic violence you dealt with, dealt with the depression you dealt with, the anxiety you dealt with, the suicide you dealt with, the mama you had, the daddy you had, the situation you had, the money you lost, the bitch. You ain't nobody done it like you before. You better come on here. God, I want to throw this chair. Got it? And so because of that, Whenever wide doors open for you, so wide door, wide opportunities. I need you to type this on the screen, please, and then I got to quit. I didn't even get nowhere where I wanted to get. I'm still in announcements. I am still in announcements. Watch me. The door is already open. I need you to type that on the screen. The door is already open. You hear me? It's already open, Instagram. Instagram. Instagram is already open. YouTube is already open. Facebook is already open. It's already open. It's already open. It's already open. The adversaries aren't trying to shut the door. They don't have that power. How do we know that? Revelation says God shuts doors. God controls the doors. He says he shuts doors, can't nobody open. And he opened doors, can't nobody close. The adversaries can't stop the door. Here's the only thing the adversary can do is to get you to not walk through the door. That's it. That's, that's the only thing they can do. The only thing that adversary can do is to make you quit. And I remember, and I was sharing this testimony, I'll share as much of it as I can. If you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. I was building, I started my first business when I was 12. 
If you, if you didn't look at my Insta story today, go look at it today. I was right across the street from a bank. I helped pioneer the business loan program. And, and I'm just using it. The Bible says we're living epistles. And so today, when I was thinking about this, and the Lord said, this is what I want you to talk about. I said, Lord, I don't want, I don't want to preach me. I want to preach you. He said, son, you're a living epistle, so tell your story. And some of y'all, y'all need to do the same thing. You need to tell your story. You are a living epistle. You are a letter written to somebody. Um, and so in all of that, um, I was a summer first business. I was 12. I helped pioneer this business loan program. I built businesses and all of that. My most successful of endeavors uh, was in the finance world. And, um, and by the time I was 21, I built a very successful uh, real estate finance business. In that... Um, I, on the journey to that, I got into that business. Guys, I'm going to share as much as I can. I got two minutes, then I got to drop this in. I'm going to share as much as I can. I need you to please, if you haven't already typed it, the door is already open. And I need you to just type this and I'm walking. No, don't only say I'm walking through it. Say I'm running into it. I'm running in it. Say it. I'm running in it. See, your years of running away and your years of being a runner, those are over. You're running into what God has ordained this year and this decade. Somebody say yes, Lord. All right. All right. We're living epistles, living epistles. That means letters. All right. Now, in that, I got into that business um, because of a pastor. And this particular pastor got into business. I was in marketing and some other things. I got into the business, make a long story short. I got into the business. I was building his marketing department for him because he had that type of business. Make a long story short, that did end up working out. And with that particular pastor, I, I, did, I wasn't uh, compensated for the things that I'd done, etc. But he was a man of God, so I did not put my mouth on him. I did not say anything negative. I just said, Jesus, okay? I, I didn't do anything negative. And some of you got to make sure that you don't lose your honor because you're hurt. Don't lose your honor because you're hurt. Um, and so I didn't say anything negative. Incidentally, something happened. I was sharing with somebody over the weekend. Something happened uh, uh, several months ago with this particular individual um, where I had to be a blessing to that individual. So all those years ago where something happened negative, I now had to be a blessing. I had the privilege of being a blessing to somebody. I felt like Joseph. I said, what was meant for evil? Ah! What did you do? Turn that thing. So listen. So, but I learned some skills. And for some of you, I pray right now, I cover that you don't lose the skills you learned in your suffering. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we don't lose the skills that we learned through moments of suffering. So I had to deal that, uh, uh, with that. I learned some skills. And make a long story short, I start this business. I'm building this business. And in a couple of months, I'm the top producer. I'm the top producer. I got started very early. I, I, while other kids were at high school were going on break and all of that, I was going to the office. I was employing people from a very young age. So other people were, they said, where, where are you going, sir? <laughs> oh, I got a meeting. I was going back to algebra class. Y'all ain't me. Look, in all of that, in all of that, in all of that, um, I learned these skills. And in a few months, I was the I was the top producer. I had millions of dollars in volume in the pipeline that was worth tens of thousands of dollars of commissions. And uh, y'all just stay with me. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. And but listen to me, guys, nothing was closing. I had all of this stuff in the process and nothing was closing. Nothing was closing. And, and, uh, and I remember for a little bit, I had to get a job for a company that works for me now. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> I had to get a job uh, for a company that works for me now. I had to get a job with them. And, um, and in doing that, I was doing that. And I just remember saying, okay, God, well, maybe you, well, listen, nothing is working. There's so much delay. And I said, God, maybe, look at me, maybe you don't want me to do this because this isn't working. This isn't working. 
I said, God, this is, I said, this is an uncomfortable place for me to be. Anybody ever been there? I said, this isn't working. I said, I'm, I'm working, but this ain't. God, this is good. And I got to quit. I said, this isn't working. And, and so I said, it didn't matter. I didn't care that my name was at the top of the board. I need my name. I need the check. Cut the check. This is business. Okay. And I said, God, this isn't working. I said, this is not working. And I said, God, I don't know how, I don't know. So I was driving on the street. I still, I was on the street today. I can't even remember the name of the street. But uh, basically two minutes up the street from where the world campus is. I was in that area and I was driving. And I remember saying, God, if nothing happens in the next seven days, I said, I'm just going to be done. I said, because this isn't working. And I said, you know, maybe I'll just go do something else and figure it out. I said, but this isn't working. This isn't working. Anybody ever been there? I said, this isn't working. I said, God, this isn't working. And I said, I don't know what else to do. I said, this isn't working. So I said, Lord, if nothing happens in seven days, I said, I'm just going to not do this. I said, I'll give all of my all of my pipeline to somebody else. Somebody else can make the money and I'll just go do something else and, you know, whatever. And I remember just feeling defeated. I was driving down the street feeling defeated. Anybody ever been there? I felt defeated. I felt angry. I felt mad. And watch me. I felt like delay was denial. I was like, how is it I'm at the top of this board? I'm the youngest dude. I'm the only black. And, uh, uh, that, that, uh, and I'm the youngest one. And I said, how is it that this isn't working for me? And let me tell you something. When God showed up, you better hear me. He showed up. All of a sudden, it was bam, bam, bam. Bam, 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 bam. And one of them closed and they said, oh, we'll just have them overnight to check. I said, nope, nope, nope. I will go pick that check up myself. I said, I'm on the way. Give me the address. I went, I picked up that check. You, 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 you could have, it was amazing to me because in that moment, in that moment, all of my pain had paid off. Then I went on to build it and all that. And if I had more time, I'd share more of my story. I'm out of time. I just want to encourage you with this. Your delay is not denial. I could give you tons of stories like that. But the moment I thought it was done, the moment I thought it was over, God stepped in. I got a minute and 15 seconds. So listen, before I even drop the net, because I already know what Instagram is going to do. Well, let me see if I can drop it fast. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, you need to become a Christian, you haven't given your life to the Lord. Tonight's your night. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, come back to him tonight. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. Tonight is your night. I share my story to encourage you that delay is not denial, it's divine. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, can I get you to just say, it's me, or do the hand wave emoji? Everybody, every platform, one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. I'm going to try to get this done as quick as I can. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it is me. Delay is not denial. The Bible says that there's a great door open for you. And there's some adversaries. And the only thing them adversaries can do is to get you to stop. They can't shut the door. They don't have that power. I see you. Just type it on the screen. It's me. I see you. It's me. You do the hand wave emoji. Instagram, y'all, I love you. And in 10 seconds, it's going to cut me off. I need you to come right back because there's three things I want to pray for you. So I need you to come right back. Say, it's me or do the hand wave emoji. Say, it's me or do the hand wave emoji. I, I got to end it. And then I got to do this. And then I got to do this. And then I got to come back. Man, time flies, y'all. 
Say it's me or do the hand wavy emoji. If you need to give your life to the Lord, you need to recommit yourself to him or give your life to the Lord for the first time. I need you to just do the hand wave emoji. I see you right there. God bless you. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Come on, y'all. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the very first time, let me tell you what we're doing. What are you doing, Bishop? Tonight, I'm dropping the net and God is coming to get you on prayer tonight. He's coming to get you through social media tonight. You just thought you was going to click and look at some bald head man talk. God said he's coming to get you. You need to become a Christian for the first time. Recommit yourself to the Lord or you want to be sure tonight. What I need you to do is just do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you've already done it, you don't have to do it a second time. If you've already done it, you don't have to do it a second time. But I want to make sure I get you tonight. I want to make sure I get you tonight. I've seen several already over here on Instagram. And if you're over here on Facebook, if you're over here on YouTube, don't delay. Come on, can I get all my prayer wars? Bishop, who are the prayer wars? Everybody. Bishop, who's the prayer department at Harvest? Everybody. Everybody's supposed to pray. All right, come on, let me hear you. Let me just hit ball hit my job. Come on, come on, come on, just do it. I'm gonna give you 10 more seconds, 10 more seconds, 10. I'm gonna give you 10 more seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. I'm waiting on you. Three, two, one. Listen, guys, let's thank God for all of the decisions made tonight. I have a count for you by Wednesday. But let's thank God for all of the decisions made tonight across all platforms. Do me this favor. Can I get you to just everybody pray this with me? Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love that's unconditional. Say, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are God. And right now, I make you Lord of my life. Lead me, direct me in Jesus name. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. If this is my first time praying this, I'm now a Christian. Say it with me, y'all. Say, if I was far from you, I'm, I'm reconnected. In Jesus' name, amen. Do me a favor, guys. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, or, or, or you gave your life to the Lord, recommitted yourself to the Lord, etc., I want you to text the word decision. Can I get a few of you to put that on the screen? You already know. If you're regular, you already know. Text the word decision at 59769. Guys, this is what this is about for me, getting these souls, getting lives to come to the Lord. That's what this is about for me, all right? That's what this is about for me. Text the word decision to 59769. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a text message right away back. That's going to, um, uh, as long as you don't have any blocks or anything on your phone. It's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Um, listen, guys, yesterday's message, I hate that I have gone over time. Did that little bit of story bless you? There's so much more I wanted to share. I have to do it some other time. There, there's so many stories like that. I could even tell you a story with the church. Um, and, and, and again, just so many times. But right when I was like, God, all of this delay that I didn't realize that God was doing something amazing. I see another decision over here on Instagram that God was doing something amazing. Somebody said, write a book. I have, I have written two, and I am not in the right mood. Come on here. I got to be in the right mood, um, and I'm not in that mood. But thank you, though. I, I, I've got, uh, or no, three, because Evolutionaries is on its way out. Listen, so many stories. There's three things um, I want to I wanna pray with you tonight. Three things I want to pray with you tonight, um, and then we're off of here tonight, all right? Again, if you haven't liked this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. I want you to do that. But there's three things that I want to um, I want to pray over you, and they were in yesterday's message. Yesterday's message was, oh, my God, yesterday's message was good. It was called Large Prayers, and I want to encourage you to go look at that message. It's in our app, our YouTube channel, our podcast. 
Guys, also, oh, I forgot to see, I didn't even get, because I'm still in announcements. So I got like a whole list of stuff I was supposed to say I didn't even get to because I'm still in announcements. But let me say this. Prayer, we're going to make it a podcast. So we'll have three podcast options for you here soon. The first, of course, is our life-giving messages. That's the messages. You have that podcast. Then you have the Harvest Leadership Network podcast. This is my leadership talks uh, where I am pouring into leaders. And those are totally free. It's a podcast. And then the third thing, the third thing, prayer is about to turn into a podcast. So in addition to the video, you'll be able to have prayer on a podcast too. So just so you know, that'll be out real soon. Yesterday's message was called Large Prayers. There's three prayers. I want to pray with you and then we're out of here, okay? Large prayer number one. Um, Hear me. Um, there's three prayers. And in these three prayers, um, sometimes this is where your life is at. All I see is what's being reflected to me. Y'all see that big white thing right there? That's a light. Only reason you can see it is because this is dark. Y'all see that over here on this side? You can see there's another one right there. Okay, that's a light. Okay, there are lights all around. There's studio lights all around me. And the only reason you can see them is because there's nothing on the screen. The, the, you can see the cameras being reflected right there. And sometimes that's where you can feel like your life is at. You can feel, somebody said change of flow, announcement seven until. <laughs> so you can feel like your life is like, God, how do I see something different than what's in front of me? How do I get out of this space? Because this is where, can we be honest? Anybody, you feel like you're there right now? Anybody feel like you're there right now? Just wave at me. If you feel like you're there right now, just wave at me. Just wave at me. We're almost done. Just wave at me. Um, um, and, and there's times you can feel like that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Keep me in this world with these podcasts. Exactly. Uh, I see several hands on Instagram. Anybody over here on YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, anybody feel like that? Where it's like, I'm looking ahead, but I don't see anything except what's reflecting. All I see is what I see. I don't see a way out. Let me give you these three prayers. I'm going to pray them with you. The first is this. God, guard your tongue from limiting your life. In that message yesterday, I taught it in depth, so I'm not going to do it again tonight. Go look at the message. Go get the podcast. Look at the replay. But I want to pray that with you. Father, in Jesus' name, guard our tongues. That means shut us up from putting words in the atmosphere and saying them out of our mouth that will limit our life. Forgive us for the words we have spoken. We cancel their power. We cancel any uh, manifestation from them. And we decree and declare the word of the Lord. We're the head, not the tail. We're above, not beneath. We are victorious. Guard our tongues in Jesus' name. How's he going to do that? You're going to literally sense you wanting to say something, and you're going to literally shut up. That's how it works. All right? All right? You literally are going to be like, you know what? Okay. That's how it's going to go. He will guard your tongue. Does that mean he will literally, all right? He did this in the Bible with John the Baptist's father. With John the Baptist's father, um, he was like, well, how can this be? I don't know how this is going to be, all of that. And the Lord shut him up so he was mute. He couldn't say anything until he agreed on what the name of the baby was. The name of the baby should have been his name. But he says, name him John, because that's what the Lord said to name him. And when he did what the Lord said, the Lord opened his mouth. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. All right. Here's large prayer number two, that you are who you need to be to see what he said. Sometimes we want to see what he said, but we're not the person we need to be to see it. Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, you still need to go to the land. Here's what most of us do. God, give me the good of the land. Give me the good of the land. Come on. And God is like, pretend willing and obedient though. So if I become who I need to be, I'll see what he said. Automatic. It's automatic. Let's pray that prayer. Father, 
uh, cause us to be who we need to be so we can see what you said. Cause us to be willing to obey your word. Cause us to be obedient to obey your word quickly. I rebuke fear. I rebuke doubt. I rebuke nonchalant, laissez-faire Christianity. And I declare that we are them that are those Acts 17, sisters, 17 and sisters. These are those that have turned the world upside down. Last prayer. We out of here. That you use your pain to enlarge you, not to end you. Um, everybody on here has been through pain. Everybody looking at the replay has been through pain. For most people, your pain becomes paralysis. I'm going to say it again. For most people, your pain becomes your paralysis. Because, watch me, when I was a kid, my mother was cooking. And uh, my mother, she makes a great macaroni and cheese. And back then, she made great chitlins. All right? I say back then because um, we don't eat them that often. <laughs> um, anyway, um, and just let me say this about chitlins. Y'all clean your chitlins. Even your pre-cleaned chitlins, that don't mean you ain't got to clean them. That membrane got to come off. I'm just saying. Um, I took my hand. I was a little kid. And I took my hand up. And there's something called the law of linkage where you link pain to an experience. So whenever you see something that looks like it, you resist it because you don't want to go through that pain again. It's Shabbat. There's some of you where your pain ends you because you don't want to deal with it no more. The very thought of it, you're like, uh-uh, the last, the last person I trusted that was light-skinned did that to me. The last white person did this, the last black person I trusted did this, the last Hispanic I trusted, the last Asian, the last, you, are you getting the point? You getting the point? You getting the point? It's equal opportunity. It's for everybody. The last, the last time I tried, I failed. The last time I did, shut up. Come on. All right, look. And I, I went, to some chitlins on the stove. And I was trying to check the chitlins out. Now, I don't know what I was going to do because I was short. You know, too short. I was, I was short. So I don't know what I thought I was going to do, but I guess I called myself checking on the chitlins. So I push up. I push up um, um, to try to get the, get the roasting pan so I could see into the chitlins. And when I did that, the steam came out and some of y'all heard me tell this story before. And all of the flesh on my wrist, it rolled back. It rolled back like it was a, uh, one of them little things you throw out and it rolls back. Uh, I don't know what you call it. But anyway, that flesh rolled back. And uh, it was very painful. There was a special stuff they had to put on it. It was painful. And as it was painful, y'all, uh, every time I saw that roasting pan, to, can I be honest with you? To this day, when I see a similar, I had one. I got rid of it. Uh, when I see that roasting pan, I'm like, ooh, I remember that pain. Here's the deal. I was a little kid, and I still remember the pain of that mistake. And what happens is it, it can end you if you let it. There's some of you where you have dealt with some pain when you tried to get that business off the ground. So you're like, I ain't doing that anymore. I ain't doing that anymore. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Let's go here. Some of you have dealt with pain from preachers in church. Church hurt. Listen, guys, I don't like the term church hurt because it's not church. People did that to you. This is where the people did it to you. So what about your work hurt, your car hurt? Y'all ain't saying that. Your apartment hurt. Your house hurt. You got what I'm saying? Your amusement park hurt. Your Chuck E. Cheese hurt. Okay. But some of you have even dealt with that. Got it? So now when you see preachers, I don't trust them preachers. All churches and all preachers ain't the same. We are not. Y'all got it? So what happens is this. Jabez, 1 Chronicles 14. I'm not going to teach it again because I'm 12 minutes over time. 
Um, at the end of the day, Jabez's mama named him pain because she had him in pain. And the Bible says he prayed and, and, and you can look at the message from yesterday. And when he did that, when he did that, bless you, sir. When he did that, here's what ends up happening. When he does that, he says, Lord, enlarge me. He says, let my pain enlarge me, not end me. In other words, I don't want to limit you because I had a loss. I don't want to limit you because I had a problem. I don't want to limit you because I had an issue. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? And, uh, and the Bible goes on to say, God granted what he asked. Um, can I get you to be transparent for a moment? Just share as much as you want to share. On the screen, can I just get you to type what you might deem your most painful situation? And then we're out of here, guys, because I'm 13 minutes over. Give me two more minutes, we're out of here. All right? Some, some of my Facebook days are like, Bishop, we're 12 minutes over. We're going to come to the overflow service. All right, whatever. All right, love you. Hey, listen, can I get you to be honest with me? Can you just type on the screen um, what you think might be your most painful thing? Whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Don't put nothing on the screen you don't feel comfortable sharing. All right? All right? All right, but whatever you feel comfortable sharing, can I get you to type it on the screen? Why am I getting it out, Bishop? Because pain only has power. Watch me. Pain only has power when it's hidden. Pain only has power when it's hidden. Say it a third time. Pain only has power when it's hidden. All right? Uh, racism. Wow. Wow. How family treats you. Wow. Family. Wow. Wow. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on. Let's be honest. Come on, you're in a safe place. You're a bishop foreman, so you can always be honest with me. One of the things that I always make, for anybody that's ever come around me, I've always created an environment where, listen, you keep it 100 with me. I'll help you deal with them. You just keep it 100 with me. I got you. That's the way my loyalty works. All right? And I, I lead people that way. I pastor that way, too. And a relationship that was abusive. Wow. 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 Broken heart. Come on. Come on, y'all. Lost of creativity. Come on, y'all. Wow, wow, wow. Relationship with so-called pastors. Wow. Come on. Come on. Just share. Come on. Let me give you let me give you 30 more seconds. Abuse. Come on. Loved ones. Wow. 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 Come on, y'all. Wow. Lack of community, marriage, children, relationship. Come on. Wherever the greatest pain has been. Wow. Racism. Wow. Divorce. Wow. Come on. Come on. Rejected as a child. Wow. Wow. See, that rejection ain't no joke. That ain't no joke. Mm -mm. Addiction. Wow. Wow. Come on. I'm going to give you five more seconds. You can keep typing it in, but I want to cover it in prayer. Um, I remember years ago, I've been, I've mentored and poured into people since I was a little kid. Um, I was that way. When I was in student council, I had an entourage of people walking around me um, handling business. We weren't just doing it to look important. We were handling business. I was walking around the school courtyard. All right, Mr. Johnson, we got to get these books together. So we're going to do that. I have one of my people with me. Take some notes because we're going to do this. So what God called me to do is a natural extension of what I've always been. And uh, I said, we need to get these books together. Look, the way this lunch, this lunch is taking too long for this lunch to be coming through this line. Um, take a note. We're going to go meet with the principal about that. I go, go in the main office, meet with the principal and all that kind of stuff, having meetings. And um, so I poured into people since I was, I was a kid. And I tell you that to say, I remember going through a pain from people that I poured into. Just, and I got to the point, make a long story short, because I'm at 8, 15, I'm 15 minutes over. So I just said, God, I'm just over that. I'm over it. I'm over it. And a couple of things came out of that. One, one is this. One is the Lord said, who told you to do it that way? Father, if there's something that causes us pain because of how we did it, but not what we did, show us to do it differently. Shut up. That's a word for somebody right there. 
That's a word for somebody right there. Because what caused you pain wasn't what you did, it's how you did it. First thing God checked me on is he said, son, I never told you to do it like that. Got it? He said, I, I, that was not my instruction. The second thing I had to do, because it shut me down. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to pour into nobody. I was like, I'm not pouring into nobody. Nope. 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 Not doing it. Not doing it. And uh, I was not going to do it. Not going to do it. And, uh, and so in that, the second thing was some that you're created to pour. So if you let pain stop you from pouring, then you're going to become stagnant water. What is stagnant water? It stinks. And some of your lives, I love you, but can I just say it strong to you? The reason some of your lives don't smell in a pleasant fashion, the way you like for it to smell, is because you ain't pouring. You let your pain in you. You don't pour no more. You don't pour. You don't pour. You do not pour. You don't pour. You literally, you got an icebox where your heart used to be. You so cold, you so cold, you so cold. I want to cover this in prayer. Um, and then we're done. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that our pain, come on, y'all, would not end us, but that our pain, that our pain would, would enlarge us. It would expand us. It will make us bigger. Just like a woman who's in labor, you use the pain of contractions to expand her. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would allow the painful situations we've been through to enlarge us, to expand us, and not to end us and to shut us down. And that's our prayer, and that's our decree in Jesus' name. Everybody say it. Amen. Listen, guys, it's 8-17. I got to go. Here's what I'm going to do. If you want to sow in the prayer, you can do that. Few ways you can sow. One, you can sow through PayPal. Oh, many people are actually starting to do that, so you can do that. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to type that on each platform? You can sow through PayPal. Number two, what you can do is you can give it through the Cash App, uh, Harvest Church Give. Harvest Church Give. I would normally say the V is where you want to be. I don't have anything with the V on around me, but um, y'all know the V. Wow, that's amazing. I haven't done with the V. Uh, but uh, Harvest Church uh, Give. Um, or you, if you want to send it directly to me as a love offer, you can do that to Bishop Foreman, B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen, please, too? On every platform, YouTube. Y'all ain't typing. I need y'all to type. I need y'all to type. The last, the last comment says, yes, Lord. All right? That's good, but I need y'all to type. All right? You can do that if you're uh, if you want to just go to the website and go to Harvest Church Give Harvest Church Give. No, but I don't have on my Harvest Ring. No, I got on an Alton Omega Ring today. But I mean, somebody commented several months ago. He's got on a Mason's or some foolery, some mess. It says Alpha and Omega. All right, that's what this ring is. All right, it's just a reminder. Sometimes the Bible says turn the other cheek. So you know. As I'm, no, I'm just joking. Anyway, uh, but so you can use uh, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can give that way. For those of you that use text to give, you can text the amount to 84321. So if you want to give a thousand, the, the text will say a thousand, and the phone number will be 84321. And you can do it that way. And um, and um, uh, then put in Harvest Church. And you'll know it's Harvest because you'll see the Harvest Church V. And you'll know that's where you want to be. You can put in the zip code 812. I love you guys. Um, and, uh, I can't wait for Wednesday night church. Wednesday night church is going to be good. These, these messages so far in this series have been on fire and uh, I'm excited about, uh, Wednesday's nights. It's going to be great. Love you. Seven o'clock. Um, and I will see you on Wednesday. It's 20 minutes over, but I think it bless you. Love you. Have a good night. We're going to let Facebook go. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.